the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business 1440 KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Streaming worldwide at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. House Democrats have issued a subpoena to the White House for documents relating to the president's dealings with Ukraine. Even before the subpoena was sent, President Trump had signaled his administration would not cooperate. Trump, trying to force a showdown among House Democrats, is demanding a formal vote in Congress. But the subpoena was being sent with a letter that said Speaker Pelosi has confirmed an impeachment inquiry is underway. That is correspondent Jackie Quinn reporting. Former U.S. Senator Jim Talent says the president's phone call with Ukraine all began with the attorney general's need to know more about a possible FBI conspiracy at the root of the Trump-Russia investigation. And it's now appearing that the president's conversation with Zelensky was part of that. In other words, this is all part of, of what Barr is doing to investigate and root this out, which needs to happen. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Steve Howard, and for years now I've been telling you about Health Markets, a free service that helps people find the right Medicare plan at the right price. So when I qualified for Medicare, well, I took my own advice and called for myself. With Health Markets' new Fit Score, you can instantly compare thousands of Medicare plans from top national insurance companies, whether you're just enrolling or already have Medicare coverage. Plans with prescription drug, dental, and vision coverage at no additional cost. Plans with benefits for hearing aids and diabetic supplies, even $0 co-pays or premiums. Better plans that let you keep your doctor and save money. As much as $1,200 a year out of pocket. Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic, and the wrong plan can cost you thousands. Don't go it alone when there's smart, unbiased help just a call away. And their service is free. Go to healthmarkets.com for details or call 800-691-2240. That's 800-691-2240. 800-691-2240. Are you ready to make some improvements to your home? Maybe plush new carpeting or beautiful wood flooring? How about worry-free, waterproof, luxury vinyl plank flooring in your bathroom or basement? They even have a huge variety of affordable kitchen cabinets and countertops to choose from. When you're ready to start looking, Serenity Home Interiors can help. With their spacious 4,000-square-foot Burnsville showroom, they have thousands of combinations to match your dreams and your budget. Plus, the friendly professionals at Serenity Home Interiors are here to help you every step of the way. Serenity was founded on providing you with name brands you can trust, service you deserve, and pricing you can afford. So whether you need full-service interior design, a new floor installed, or you're a do-it-yourselfer and just want to purchase what you need at a great price, Serenity Home Interiors has you covered. Call today for a free no-pressure, no-obligation in-home consultation and estimate at 952-303-4033 or visit shi-mn.com. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, 
Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Second hour today. Jobs report dominates uh, the King Banyan Show on the uh, first Saturday of the month after the first Friday of the month when they release the jobs report. And we've been we've been picking it apart. It's so we we can hold two thoughts at the same time. That's one of my favorite phrases because apparently everyone seems to have all of a sudden recognized it. You you can actually think multiple things. Amazing how the mind works. Thing one. Manufacturing could be in a recession without the entire economy being in a recession. That's very possibly true. And the reason why reason why that's happening, as we'll get to, is largely due to weakness that's coming from overseas. It is partly tri- triggered by by current trade disputes, including the dispute between uh, China and the United States. That that's certainly true, and if you've listened to the show long enough, you certain you you almost certainly know that that uh, on the King Banyan show we are not in favor of many elements of the of the trade dispute that's happening between China and the United States, and we think there have been missteps uh, made. But that doesn't make some of the issues that the trade dispute is supposed to resolve wrong. Some of those are legitimate issues that need resolution. So I don't agree. I don't disagree with the goals. I just disagree with the strategy. I don't think you use a trade dispute to solve IP issues. I think you, I think you can do that. Do that in a more surgical way than the blunt instrument of of, of a tariff that goes across the board. You're you're welcome to disagree. It's certainly a respectful position to say no. The only thing that'll get their attention is a a, a two by four across the nose uh, by slapping a 10% tariff onto every good that the Chinese send to the United States. Well, yeah, that'll get their attention all right. Not sure we'll get you what you want. We'll find out this week, right? Because I guess they're going to meet. But this is a very interesting comment that got made by Larry Kudlow. Also in this interview, uh, this was on uh, Fox Business on uh, Stuart Varney's show yesterday. Um, and I... I believe in the order. This is the third of the uh, cuts from uh, the third of the cuts, uh, uh, Wyatt from uh, from uh, my what I sent you yesterday. Uh, I've called this cut number eight on the cut sheet. So hopefully, this is Wyatt's first three minutes of the show. So everyone, be nice to Wyatt. Okay, you can call him at six five one two eight nine four four seven seven, but be nice to him. All right, we don't want to scare off another producer. Thank you. Go ahead, Wyatt. Let's play cut number eight. Here's the biggest problem in manufacturing exports. It's not China, Stu, not by a long shot. It is Europe and Germany. Germany in particular, we've lost 150 billion manufacturing export sales to Germany in recent months. And the Eurozone in general is in a virtual recession. I'm just saying to you, I understand people are concerned about tariffs. Hopefully we'll talk about that. But when you look at the actual evidence, look, we don't export that much to China. 
The loss in manufacturing exports to China is about $50 billion. The loss to Canada and Mexico is about 100. By the way, their economies are flat. The loss to Germany is 150 billion. So I'm just saying, okay. as we did at the UN and the G7, Madam Chancellor Merkel should be cutting tax rates, individual and corporate tax rates, and deregulating to get their economy moving again. Even France just announced an income tax cut on top of a corp tax cut. If we had a better European economy, we'd be exporting substantially more in manufacturing. The problem's not China on that score. China Larry, has many other problems. All I would it's say, Europe. Larry, it's all... Europe. It's Europe, right? So that, that's the case they're trying to make, that, that, that in fact, that this is noise coming from overseas, and the noise coming from overseas is causing them, is, is causing a, a slowdown here. So, so, Work out the causality here. Certainly, there are those, particularly those who are not inclined to be be politically supportive of the president and of this administration, who will say that the tariffs are the reason why we're having the manufacturing slowdown. I don't know that that's true. You have Brexit, which we're going to talk about probably here in about ten minutes here on on the King Banyan Show here on Business fourteen forty. We're going to talk about talk about Brexit. And that that's part that's part of the story. But Germany is a story in and of itself. They have been in, they have had declining a declining manufacturing sector now for going on about a year, maybe a year and a half. Uh, depending on how you look, depending how you look at it, but if you use that same purchasing manager index that we talked about at the end of the last hour, their purchasing manager index is down down around 40 it is at the level where it would indicate that germany is contracting chancellor merkel might be leaving right at the very moment when a recession is is imminent if not in fact already happening so i actually of all the things that that i heard uh uh Kudlow and i listened to he was on he was on varney for about 15 minutes that that minute and 20 seconds was probably the moment where i'm nodding my head like you know you have a good point there sir i think that i think that story makes the eminent amount of sense okay that that in fact it's come it's coming from there um one more one more commentator to play this is cut number three this is my michael gapen he's uh mike gapen is an economist at barclays uh, he was on bloomberg yesterday commenting on the jobs report let's play this cut number three well i, I mean it's a decent report i think the upward revisions to the previous data uh, are helpful the wages wage data actually when you peel off salaried workers was was quite strong production and non-supervisory workers are now up three nine year on year I think we're getting a catch-up effect in the household employment data and that's what's pushing the unemployment rate lower look I just think in these periods you're going to get a mix of data and some's going to be strong and some's going to be soft it's rare that all the data align and again I would just come back to you on net when you filter it all out things are slowing down but it's not like a, a flashing red the economy's falling off a cliff number to me Michael so, so, and, and so you can believe that manufacturing is in a recession. And whether or not it comes from Europe or it comes from China, whether it comes from tariffs or it just comes from the fact that manufacturing generally is being outmoded by globalization, automation, and all that. You can say, you can believe all of that. 
the service sector is still doing reasonably good. I still believe that, that but if you believe the co-movement story, all right, and this is again, let me, I explained this in the last hour, let me explain this again because I want to be clear on what I'm talking about. The history of business cycles, which is something I actually wrote a book, it's an unpublished book, I, I use it as a textbook for one of my classes. I, gi- I give them about a 260-page manuscript that I wrote back 20, oh my heavens, closer to 30 years ago now. Uh, 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 co-movement simply means that that industries move up and down together. They move up and down together because markets are interconnected. I told you a story in the last hour with a de- with with the fact that prices for oil are low. There's less there's less uh, uh, mining and hydraulic fracturing happening in places like the Permian Basin in Oklahoma and Texas. A report came that the hotels in that area are actually having lower vacant uh, lower occupancy rates than they had a year ago at this time. And you think to yourself, hmm. How could so that's that, so there's two stories that the first one was hmm so we blow up some oil fields in Saudi Arabia and there's still no work happening in 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 uh, the frac fields around the United States how could that be I think the answer to that is is that uh, particularly given that the U.S. government President Trump himself announced uh, the day after the uh, the uh, strike on the Saudi fields that uh, oil would be released from the strategic petroleum reserve that the United States has salt stored in uh, these giant uh, salt uh, basins in uh, in Louisiana I think that uh, that announcement kept the manufacturers on the sidelines well if he's going to pump then there's no real reason for me to go out and try to extract some more oil I'll wait till the price gets higher and that, but they must be doing something because the price you're seeing at the pump isn't any different than it was we thought, you know, it went up, it went down, it goes, you know, and so forth. But the second story is important. When one manufacturer, say the, in the oil industry or in the steel industry or the people that make make products made from steel, when they are hit with some shock, maybe from Europe, maybe from China, maybe from tariffs, whatever that shock is, Co-movement means that that bleeds into other sectors, like the hotel sector, like trucking, and so forth. There was one statistic. I'm going to leave the jobs report after this particular particular statistic. But there was one statistic that caught my eye. I actually watched two, uh, but one that in particular caught my eye. In the August report, trucking employment had fallen, Okay, particularly in a good sector in the goods sector, to get goods from the manufacturer to the store and from the store to the customer, someone has to take it there. So you have to look at freight volumes, and you have to look at at employment in the transportation sector. Transportation employment was actually up over 11,000 workers in in, in the, up 11,000 workers in the latest report. As opposed to being down in August. One of them might be noise, I agree, but I'm still waiting to see, to get confirmation that the manufacturing sector is, is it in recession? It probably is, 
But there's still goods being shipped. There's still things happening. So if we are in a manufacturing recession, and it is going to cause code movement into the service sector, and so that that service, service sector ISM number is actually a sign that it's going to go negative as well. If that's true, it isn't happening yet. And again, on my, on my timing, it's probably going to be another another eight to another eight to seventeen months before that really happens. Before we're actually talking about this as hmm, it might be here now. We'll be back after this. We got to talk about Brexit. Man, a lot of things are happening in the UK right now. It's so fascinating. It, it's almost like watching Wimbledon. Boom. Boom, and your neck's going right, left, right, left all the time. You try to figure out what's happening. We'll see if we can sort it out for you right after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Terrorism, racial jihad, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and many other global dangers every day. And while it may seem like these international threats are beyond our borders, we face greater risks against the Constitution and the rule of law right here at home. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, using race to divide, social infighting, these and other dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation as bad actors want nothing more than to destroy our way of life from the inside. We are facing a war for America's soul, and now is the time to continue the fight for America's ideals. Join me, Dennis Prager, for an event to help give you an intelligent answer to attacks from the left. Join us at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington on October 22nd. VIP tickets are already sold out, and preferred seating is filling up fast. Reserve your seats now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all. 
The few. The proud. The Marines. this why are you picking the music already all right king banging show business 1440 thank you for listening and thank you thank you for being so kind to buy seats for um for War for America's Soul, we've got Dennis Prager and Larry Elder coming Tuesday, October 22nd. Thank you. The Narn table is full. The Narn table is full. Fantastic. I'm sorry. If you, if you, you know what? If you really wanted to have dinner with me, just write me directly. All right. We'll figure, we'll, we'll figure something out. You can, you, uh, you can buy me dinner some other time. I'd be happy to, but Mitch Berg, Brad Carlson, and I will be there on uh, on October 22nd. Uh, all of the VIP dinner tickets are gone. I'm so sorry. But it's October 22nd, but at 7 p.m. At 7 p.m., you can come here, Dennis and Larry. They're wonderful. I love listening to these two men talk. And I am so looking forward to hearing what they're doing. The War for America's Soul Tour. And they'll be at the Crown Plaza Air on on uh, in Apple Tree Square in Bloomington on October 22nd. The talks at seven o'clock. Those tickets are still out there at twenty five and forty five dollars a piece. You can get them. Just go to just go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. There's the banner right there, right up on the front top of the page. Go ahead, click that. Go get your tickets. It's really important that you're there. Um, We'll work the crowd after after the dinner. We'll come in. We'll work the crowd. Um, there's a rumor that the now felt Mitch Berg is going to body surf. Um, I want to do that if I was him, but who knows? You might you might want to do that. Uh, someone better talk to him. He's on at one p.m. today over on our sister station, AM twelve A, the Patriot. Make sure you make sure you check him out as well. Um, got a couple other topics to get to today. Still okay. Uh, we. Sh- We'll talk a little bit about the impact of the Fed on this and uh, on the jobs report and, and its reaction to to that uh, coming up. But uh, I, I want to make sure I covered the Brexit story because it so many twists and turns in the last few weeks. When we last spoke three weeks ago, the the um, the Queen of England. This is important. This is going to be an important point. I want to put it this way. The Queen of England prorogued Parliament for five weeks. Now, you will hear nobody in the media say it that way. I don't even think I've heard our friend Larry Arn on Hugh Hewitt's show dur- during the Hillsdale Hour, which for me is appointment listening. It's real, it's, it's that good, okay? Most of the time, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Most of my podcasts, the minute they're done, they get deleted off my phone. I go back and pull the Hillsdale one off to listen to it again. I know I'm advertising for a university other than the one I work at at St. Cloud State. 
but I, I don't listen. But if it's not if it's not Larry, I let it go. But if it's Larry, I stay. I don't think I've heard Larry make this point, but I think this is an important point. And it's the way in which a a, a friend of mine, a friend of our school here at St. Cloud State has made it to me. And it's like, gosh, that's a really good point. Her point was this. Proroguing parliament is a is an act of the queen. It is not an act of the prime minister. The prime minister advises the queen because he is the leader of her government. He is the elected leader of, of the government, but the government belongs to the queen. So when we last left, the queen had prorogued parliament for five weeks. They were supposed to still be out. And I didn't expect, when I left you three weeks ago, I did not expect I'd have to come back and talk about the machinations of, of parliament or, and, and all of that. But their meeting, um, I'll, I'll let, I'll let uh, Hugh and Larry uh, talk about uh, John Burko, the, uh, the, speaker, of the uh, speaker of the Commons, who's um, apparently been... Uh, Apparently been a thorn in everybody's side, and, and but um, but but to make this particular point, the court's ruling basically says says that I mean it's the tortured language they had to use. They could not say he was wrong to. They could not say he was wrong to. Um, tell the uh, to, wrong to prorogue Parliament because he doesn't prorogue Parliament. The Queen does. So what the court in London, what the what the highest court, their Supreme Court, which is a creation, by the way, is a creation of Tony Blair's. It is actually a creation more recent. It's not part of that unwritten constitution. It's not part of Magna Carta. It's not any of that. It is a creation of the parliament created within the last 20 years, meant in part to help with the enforcement of rules by the EU. That is important for you to understand. But even more interesting for you to understand is this. What they did was say, what they had to do was say, Boris misled the queen. Boris misled the queen. To which I would say, what is the court saying about the queen? They're saying the queen just accepts things uh, without... Any other advice? The queen just does what she, you know. What has the court done vis-a-vis the power of the crown? Let alone the power of parliament. To me, parliament gets what it deserves because it made this court. And it is, it is fascinating to me that, that, that Two acts of the recent, of the two most recent governments, the, the the Blair government and the Cameron government, have led first to a court decision and the other to the Fixed Term Parliament Act, by which, by which, a government that's perfectly fine voting itself voting in new elections, has to ask the minority its opinion before it can do so. So a majority of the people could ask for new elections, and the minority could say, "Ah, uh, no." We would like to keep our power. We would like to stay in Parliament. It's a striking thing. Now, in the middle of this, in the middle of this is something called the Ben Act. Okay, 
The Parliament passed this over the objections of government. And I will, again, I, the reason I mentioned Larry Arne and Hugh Hewitt is if you want to, you know, if you want to go hear what they said, they actually make those podcasts freely available to you at hughonhillsale.com. It's, a, it's, a, it's worth listening to. Go find the pieces they did in which they talked about talked about the Ben Act and how it is that 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 the Parliament was able to subvert the will of the Prime Minister in this case because it's interesting. The Prime Minister is simultaneously the leader of the majority party, someone who sits in government, in Parliament, and is the executive at the same time. So when people want to talk, when people talk to me about the you know you know in the U.S. you couldn't do that. It's like well of course you couldn't do that. Okay, for for that to be in the United States, then then President Trump would actually have to be seated in the House of Representatives, number one, and number two, in 2018 when the Republicans lost the majority in the House of Representatives. The leader of the House would then be would then be Nancy Pelosi, and she would have control of the executive branch. That's what that would look like. Of course, there's some serious differences between the Senate and the House of Lords. Um, it, it's interesting. And it's a long discussion. I'm an economist. I'm not. I'm not a political theorist. So I'll 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 set that stuff aside. The Ben Act requires, which the which was passed. The Ben Act requires the executive go to the EU and and request an extension on the Brexit date of October 31st if they don't have an agreement by October 19th. Now, all of the intrigue that's happening would suggest to, to them, okay, and so, and of course, I, we played, I think I played this cut, right, that, that where Boris says, says, in essence, I'd rather be dead in a ditch then ask for an extension. If you haven't heard it, I I should have found it for you. It's it's it, it's it's utterly delightful. I'd rather be dead in a ditch than ask for an extension. But he says, "I'm going to obey what the what the Ben Act says." So what's happened in a, this week has been very very interesting. One thing that's happened has been that they have asked they that they have in fact said. They have a new plan to replace Theresa May's withdrawal plan. And it's a little bit different. In particular, it's different in how it handles it handles Northern Ireland. So let, let me go ahead let me go ahead and quickly pl- play this cut for you before before we take a break here. This is cut number five. This is this is Maria Tadeo. She is a reporter for Bloomberg reporting on what happened what happened with Brexit this past week. Cut number five, please. Well, Matt, uh, this was supposed to be the big breakthrough. I'm sure you remember the Europeans had asked from, uh, or for a proposal, I should say, from the United Kingdom, and they finally have one. But there are a number of issues here, and you can see the conundrum facing Boris Johnson. The more he moves away from that deal that Theresa May negotiated to appeal to Brexiteers, and most crucially the DUP, the more questions that raises here in Brussels. And I would say the Europeans now had 24 hours to really digest this new plan. They really see their 
are some issues that are, quote, problematic. The fact that you stay in the single market, but you pull out of the customs union, it's unclear who would deal with the VAT collection. At the same time, it's almost implied that there would be checks, and this is something that the Irish said would never happen, that the all-Irish economy was their priority. And at this point, what we understand is that essentially the Europeans will tell Boris Johnson we need something better in a week, or actually there is a big risk that we may not make it in time for the October 17th summit. And of course, one thing that's been made clear many, many times is that European leaders do not want to find themselves in a position where they're in a panic, in a scramble to get a deal done on that night. They want to come in into that summit with something that is clear will be approved. Did you hear that? They don't want to be in a panic, which means what? Might be that they're in a little bit of a panic. I can tell you that, but more about that. But first, we have to give you these messages. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. We'll be right back. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a backroom of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. Hey, non-attorney spokesperson, Piers Nachiwadi with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas, is responsible for the content of this ad. This is an urgent message for anyone exposed to the herbicide Roundup and diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The World Health Organization has designated Roundup weed killer as a probable human carcinogen. If you've come in contact with Roundup and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you may be entitled to compensation. A free consultation is now available to discuss your options and help you understand your legal rights and actions. Call 800 705 27 
2017. Roundup is the most widely used herbicide in the United States, and a California jury recently awarded $289 million to a landscaper who claimed Roundup gave him cancer. But time is limited to file a claim. If you worked with Roundup Weed Killer and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, call the Roundup Legal Helpline now. You could be entitled to significant compensation. Call 800-705-2717. That's 800-705-2717. 800-705-2717. Son called a snake. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Mm-hmm. All right. We're... Mr. Wyatt and I are going to maybe have a good time here with the music. We'll have to we'll have to make sure you start getting the uh, links to the Spotify list. Thank you so much. By the way, thank you for, thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget later today, of course, uh, after Bison football, you get Dave Ramsey, and then you get... Uh, our friends where I have occasionally been a guest haven't invited me back for a while. I wonder if I messed something up. Uh, Meet Masters Radio at 4 o'clock here on Business 1440 uh, after Bison football. Um, you're going to want to listen to that because it's always fun. Good good to listen to those guys. Uh, 651-289-4477, number call with questions and comments. Let's, let's, uh, let's think a little bit about, about what's happened. So here's what they've proposed. In, in a nutshell what the so remember after the disastrous Theresa May the conservatives were left with a with a minority government that relied on the the, the DUP the Democratic Ulster Party a Northern Irish party that is very heavily Protestant re- really wanting to make sure that they could in fact stay in the stay in the UK and they needed the DUP votes to pass anything part of the problem Theresa May had had was he, she could never convince them to vote for her withdrawal deal so but part of the problem with that was I don't think the DUP and its leader Arlene Foster I don't think they ever believed that she would actually just walk away and say fine we're going to go out without a deal even though she had campaigned, no deal is better than a bad deal. Either there was no such thing as a bad deal, or she was lying to you. Um, Theresa May never was willing to go down the road of a no deal. It appears that Boris Johnson has convinced at least uh, Ms. Foster that he's willing to, because here's the deal that they're now offering. What had been said before was was that there could not be a border between Ireland and Northern Ireland, but at the same time, Northern there couldn't be a border between Northern Ireland and the rest of the United Kingdom, between it and Scotland, Wales, and England. In short, I'm not going to give you all the gory details of this deal because who knows by next week the deal may be ripped up and, and they may be moving on to something else. So why waste a lot of time on that? But in short, what this deal says is there's going to be, there's going to be a border that allows for frictionless trade for four years between the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland that obeys the rules of trade in the EU. 
but that that wouldn't exist between it and the rest of the UK. Remember, Theresa May's deal was, well, to have tr frictionless trade between Northern Ireland and, I and the Republic, and no border checkpoints or anything like that, we'll have, to, uh, we'll have to allow that to happen not just between Northern Ireland and here, but we're not going to draw a border in the Irish Sea. So we'll, in the UK, continue to live under those rules as well, it, to which people, people like Boris Johnson were saying, well, that's not Brexit at all. We still have to obey all their rules. But we will pay them 39 billion pounds and, and we'll have no vote at the European Parliament. We'll get not, we get all the bad parts, none of the good parts. And so what happened to Theresa May was people like Boris Johnson, like Jacob Rees-Mogg, and like Stephen Baker, who is the leader of what's called the European Research Group, which is, in essence, a parliamentary group consisting of, of Tories, conservative members of parliament, who are strongly in favor of leaving the EU, not supporting any of her deals. Some of them came on for one last vote at the end of March, but it wasn't enough to get it over the line and get it passed. And that's the point when Theresa May realized that she was done and started to figure out how she was going to gracefully leave 10 Downing. Now, why this is why this is of interest to us is two things. First of all, it appears her partners in the DUP are willing to accept a time-limited deal. And the catch here is this. The UK has not... Okay, in the United Kingdom, Scotland and Northern Ireland each have their own parliaments that have a limited amount of power that is delegated to them or devolved to them from London. Okay, they have some powers, but not everything. But, but there's some control still applied by London. And what happened was, after the last election for members of the Northern Irish Parliament, a government couldn't be formed, and so their, par their parliament, which is referred to by the name of its location, Stormont, Stormont was closed by... By the, UK, by the UK government, by Commons, by then Theresa May, and now continuing with Boris Johnson. It has been a sticking point because DU, the DUP believes that if it was to open, they would be in majority control and be able to have the powers to control things in Northern Ireland more than they can right now with Stormont closed. So Boris brought them a deal. Agree to a time-limited border where you have to obey you have to obey the customs rules, but we're not going to be part of the single market. But you have you for a limited time have to put, uh, have the customs rules, and then you will get to vote whether or not you wish to follow the EU's rules or you wish to follow our rules after four years. And to be able to do that, we're going to give you the plan by which we're going to reopen Stormont. Foster and her people have said yes. So that solves one bit of the problem. The second bit of the problem is convincing those hardline Tories to get in line and actually vote for whatever plan it is that Boris negotiates. This plan, which was said to be unacceptable when Theresa May proposed it, all of a sudden seems to be okay with seems to be okay with those people in the ERG, like Jacob Rees-Mogg and like Stephen Baker. Here's a cut of Baker on BBC Newsnight from Thursday actually expressing support for the plan. Uh, play cut number nine for me, please, Wyatt. 
Well, it, you're right that it does address specifically the backstop, which is the worst feature of the current pair of agreements. But the other thing that's worth remembering is that Boris has chosen a different destination and made perfectly plain that the arrangements in Ireland are not a bridge to the future relationship. They're specific arrangements for Ireland. This is a very dramatic change of destination. So Theresa May's deal was about a high alignment model in a single customs territory with high regulatory alignment for the whole UK. Boris Johnson's model is about special treatment for Northern Ireland, and a free trade agreement as a destination, which is, of course, what the EU offered us. So if you look at the destination and the overall pattern, it's a dramatic shift. So, so that sounds like the hardline Brexiteers are also willing to get in on Boris's deal, which, again, in some sense, they had that deal available to them two years ago. And they said no because they did not want to have any kind of of different trade arrangement for Northern Ireland from the, re- from the rest of uh, the Republic, from the Republic of Ireland, from those t- in those two areas. They wanted whatever rules apply to Northern Ireland to apply to the rest of the UK. That was the no border in the Irish Sea line. And now Boris is saying, yeah, as long as it's time limited and as long as the end point is a, is a free trade zone uh, that can extend into the EU... Yeah, we're fine. We're fine with letting there be temporarily a different arrangement. Now, one of the things that the the Bloomberg report that we heard actually in the previous segment also focused on is the fact that part of the issue here, it turns out to be, how do you collect VAT? Okay, the value-added tax. As goods, right? Because in some sense, Northern Ireland will have to, if, if you have goods going in through Belfast, through the port in Belfast, and then going down into the Republic. And there's no checkpoint at the border before it arrives into Ireland. Then somehow somebody in Belfast has to be able to collect the VAT tax. And so they don't have the details on that. But that feels like a technical thing that they could possibly, possibly solve. So this is like, this is... This has been very interesting because what's happened has been, has been if you look at measures of volatility in the in the UK stock market, they've they were much higher a few weeks ago, but they're actually they're actually pretty elevated right now. Um, but they're below the level they were in in uh, in March. When they were close to, you know, are we going to crash out? Are we not going to crash out? And if they knew that that Boris was going to sign an extension on October 19th and that they were not going to get out the end of October, A, this number would fall a lot more. And B, Stephen Baker wouldn't be saying nice words about about Boris on, on that area, on, on the air. Now, there's one more question we have to ask. Okay, there's one more question we have to ask, which is, how does this play with the, with the Brexit party itself, the Nigel Farage crowd? Right? You know what? I was going to do, do one other thing, but we actually, don't, we actually need time to talk about that. So let's go ahead and do that right after these messages. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. 
I had never been a trader. I hadn't even really studied a whole lot. And so I was, I was brand new to this. My name's Sam. I'm a student with OTA. Tell me why you decided to take classes from Online Trading Academy. I just was kind of at a crossroads. I wanted to uh, look for my next business opportunity. And uh, financial markets had always just kind of appealed to me. Actually, what's nice about everything here with OTA, they can teach you to trade with very small amounts of money uh, and really build everything up from the ground floor. So you really don't need a lot of money to get going with this. Really amazing instructors. How has Online Trading Academy changed your life? I'm a little bit more in control of my destiny going forward. I'm not quite as worried about contract to contract to know that I have some other sources of income. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Terrorism, radical jihad, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and many other global dangers nearly every day. Larry Elder here. And while it may seem like these international threats are beyond our borders, we face greater risks against the Constitution and the rule of law right here at home. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, social infighting. These and other dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation as bad actors want nothing more than to destroy our way of life from the inside. We are facing a war for America's soul. And now is the time to continue the fight for conservative ideals and morals. Join me, Larry Elder, for an event to help you give an intelligent answer to attacks from the far left. Join us at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington on October 20th. Second, VIP tickets are already sold out, and preferred seating is filling up fast. Reserve your seats now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Mm-hmm. Is this, a, is this actually a Brian Ferry clip, or is this some other group covering that? Oh, that's the answer. All right. All right. You and me, Wyatt, we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> I'm not sure I've heard this particular version before. So let's get back to Brexit and get how we're going to get out of this thing. So I'm going to leave a couple cuts in the dust. Sorry, Wyatt. We'll just we'll just we'll just hold on to them maybe for next week or likely they'll get it succeed. They'll get superseded by other events. 
So here's what has to happen. Clearly the... Yeah, yeah. Well, so Roxy Music, what Roxy Music's lead singer. Okay, look up Roxy Music's lead singer. It's all you need to do. Okay, I'll leave, we'll leave it there. Conversation after the show. Uh, <laughs> it's a good conversation. I love Roxy Music. Uh, there is uh, so so after after Brexit happens, or actually some, somehow after October thirty first. We're in this this bit where the conservatives would like to go back for another election. Boris believes he's positioned his party to win a resounding victory. He believes it can happen either either by being pushed out now. If they if they were to if they were to um, have a, 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 a no confidence vote and dissolve the parliament now. They can have a new no confidence vote on Monday, the seventh, would be the earliest date they could do that. That would then get you to October. T- okay, he then has t- Boris then has two weeks to reform the government. That takes you to the twenty-first. If in fact you get to the twenty-first and you can't create a new government that can win a majority of the votes in the House of Commons, he goes to the Queen and says, "There's no government." And now you've got maybe all of ten days to figure out how to how to avoid going out on o- crashing out of the EU on October thirty first. So guess what? There won't be a no confidence vote till after October thirty first. I think you can just sort of play that out. When the no confidence vote happens, what has to happen to help Boris re- return to the majority is the following: there is a party out there that simply supports that has basically one plank in his platform. Brexit. Leave means leave. It is led by Nigel Farage, who most of my regular listeners here on the King Banyan Show know well. If, if Farage should run a campaign that should run a campaign in districts in where conservatives have traditionally won but are heavily in favor of leave there may be enough votes peeled away from conservatives to the brexit candidate that will allow the labor candidate or liberal democrat candidate to win that seat and boris could lose boris cannot afford to have nigel farage upset with him this is why he has to continue to say, yes, I'll follow the Ben Act. I'm, everything's going to be fine. Don't you worry. Everything's going to be fine. But on the other hand, but on the other hand, somehow there's a wink and a nod going on that says, well, yeah, I could ask for an extension, but the EU has to vote unanimously and they may not give it to me. Here's the thing to follow. Follow Hungary. Because within the last 48 hours, the Hungarian foreign minister was on BBC Newsnight saying, we don't wish to interfere in the, in, in the activities of other countries. If, 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 the, if the UK wants to leave, we're okay with leave. All of a sudden, everyone's speculating that Hungary can veto it because in the EU, it's unanimous rule. One country says, no, I don't agree to an extension from October 31st, and it's done. Now, Farage was out with a tweet within the last within the last twenty four hours, saying 
saying, there's no way Hungary will veto this. Hungary can't, Hungary can't veto this, because if Hungary was to veto this, they would lose their EU money, and it's 3% of their gross domestic product is net transfers from the EU. I can tell you this, it's a heck of a lot less than 39, 39 billion pounds. What do you want to bet that 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 uh, Boris might be saying, whispering sweet nothings, sweet billions of pounds into the ear of the Hungarians? And if he can do it with them, he can do it with any country. You can buy your way out of this problem. Oh, the intrigue's going to be delicious. If he can demonstrate, if Boris can demonstrate to Farage that he went either that they leave on the 31st or that he he died on his, you know he he was carried off the battlefield on his shield he died trying to get out on the 31st for and, and then has to then then they have to go to an election i think there's a deal between farage and johnson that's right there it's simply a matter it is simply a matter of somehow figuring out how he can obey the law cuz he says he'll obey the law without necessarily having to uh, having to obey the law and this is why i believe the europeans are going to eventually have to make a deal cuz i think they know that they're that they're hung by a, by somebody that absolutely positively is determined to go because his political life depends on getting out on the 31st he doesn't want to die in a ditch nor do we but we'll be back next week. Thank you, Wyatt, and thank you, Eric, for your production down down at the mothership in Egan. Thank you for uh, looking for those tickets at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com for, for uh, Prager and Elder. And we'll see you next week. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Politicians have learned that if they don't know how to solve a problem, they declare a war on it. So now we live under countless domestic policy wars. The war on poverty, war on crime, war on drugs, war on terror, war on energy consumption, and the like. These wars spend money, increase federal executive power, but solve very little. Now comes a dangerous cry to declare a war on climate change. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez calls climate change our World War II, and Senator Sanders, who proposes an even bigger Green New Deal, agrees. Scholars claim it's already a war that we're losing and ask the president to declare an emergency. All of this is code for, we don't really know what needs to be done, but it needs to be big, expensive, and federal. Beware a new policy war on climate change. I'm David Davenport. 
the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-691-9999. That's 800-691-9999. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.